What is good, everyone? Welcome back to the NOA podcast. Begin as your co-host, Tyler. I'm here with my man, Trey. You. Thank you guys for tuning in weekly. We appreciate all your guys' support, all the love that you guys show us. Thank you so much. Check us out on Instagram. Our Instagram is NOA underscore podcast. You can find me and Trey as well. Mine is Tyler underscore Waller 3. Trey's is Trey Quan underscore Park 7. Check us out on YouTube. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Type in NOA podcast in the search bar. We're the first thing that pops up. All of our apples, all of our episodes are available on YouTube as well as on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts. Also, tune in every Wednesday. We drop in kind of like a new little short that we have every Wednesday. So check that out as well. Also, you can check out our TikTok page. That's going to be NOA Podcast One. And uh, let's get into it. Trey, how's your day going today? To be honest, Brody, I can't complain. I'm alive. I'm well. I have all my hands and feet. Um, I'm not going crazy. You know, I have shelter. You know, I'm able to hang out with my best friend and run a show. So I really cannot complain, but I'm quite blessed, man. So overall, pretty good. How about you? Oh, man. Frankly, I can say a lot of the same things. I really can't complain. It's been a pretty good day. I've uh, been pretty productive. I was able to get all my work done. I needed to. So it's been it's it's been good, man. It's been good. So what do we what do we have today on the docket, man? Well, the first thing I was kind of interested in getting your opinion on, and uh, frankly, I'll chime in. We hear a lot about, you know, the selective service and guys getting drafted and going off to war. And as we know, our society has become a more equal, equal one in regards to both how men and women are treated. Mm. Now, my question, and I believe a lot of guys have this question, is should females now be required to march off just like the sons used to do back in the day and go off to war? Yeah. Um... I think they should. I, I I do I do want to ask a question. I guess before I get more into this, because mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't fully I don't fully know. So like, let's say if war was to break out like right now type shit. So I already know like and like broke out to the point where the draft needs to be reinstated. Mm-hmm. I already know like niggas are gonna be drafted. Are women not like would they not get drafted type shit? Is that um, how that I works? Don't, yeah, I don't believe they get drafted because they and shit. Someone could correct me, but. They don't have to uh, register for the selective service. So every young man, really? um, I believe at the age of 18, like yeah, in high school, you have to like sign that little, you have to like check off the like selective service that you're willing to do that. You're a part- participant in it. And the, all that's for is just like if war breaks out and like we need troops and conscripts, like you're going to get drafted. So we would have to go. I don't think women have to do that. I don't believe so. They might make it a new thing that where they they're gonna, you know. Well, if that's the case, then that yes, they definitely should go because that's fucked. Um, I actually do remember signing like that shit in like English class. Like yeah, one day, yeah. like the teacher like handed out like papers or whatever. We all had to like sign it, like turn it in or something. Either that, mm-hmm. or we had to do it online. I forgot, but I do remember doing it in English class. Um, I don't remember the females had to do it. I'm, I'm not sure. But if that's the case, then definitely, yeah. Because, I mean, like, now I I hear a lot of, like, equality, 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 which is cool. But, like, it has to be equality across everything. Like, you mm-hmm. can't have equality in one thing and not equality in another. Mm-hmm. So, if, if that's the case, then, yeah, it should be, like, half niggas, half bitches. All go. It can still be the, within the same age range. I'm fine with it's like 18 to 35 or whatever. Fine. Like it could be within that age range or whatever. But it definitely should be like both men and mm-hmm. females, especially with like equality. It has to be, it needs to be equality across all boards. It, it can't just be one thing, you know? That's it, it, frankly, it, that's it. not equality. No, it ain't. It ain't. You know, I actually remember signing it. Um, I had to do mine online. I was in like my guidance counselor's office and all the boys, we had to like sign them shits, but none of the girls had to. Which I found to be quite hilarious. I saw somebody throwing a fit. They were like not not happy about it. I digress. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you what the fuck I gotta sign this shit? You know? <laughs> he wasn't he wasn't happy about it. Um but my opinion on this has has gone back and forth at times. Before I didn't want them in the military at all. I figured it should be just a guy thing, you know. Like when you're going off the war, it's you and your boys, you know. There ain't no bitches involved unless it has to do with the bitches from the other country you're invading. However, I guess as time has gone, you know, we, I don't see a purpose in having the kind of military to where you only need men anymore because 
the threat or the, the the existential threat that we had during the 40s and the 50s, I don't really see them there now. We're mm. kind of more a globalized society to where in major wars between two major powers doesn't usually happen. And if it does, it's not to the same extent of what took place during either World War II or World War One. Now, so you don't see means, anything. So you don't see anything as massive. Like you don't necessarily see like a World War Three possibly breaking out type shit. Nah, bro. We're too globalized. We're just too globalized. Too too much of our economies are joined together to where if two countries were to go to war, it'd bring everybody down. And, and countries so it's know like, there'll be no winners type shit. Exactly. So no one's gonna win. Even people who aren't even involved in the war is gonna lose. And war is good for business, but at the same time, it's bad for your economy because it fucks you up. And I think a lot of countries are going to try to stray away from that. So with that being said, women in the military, I think, is something we should do. And we should, like, have them in there. Um, whether or not they're actually on the front lines, though, I don't think they should be. My reasoning behind this is this. I would prefer to have me and you be in a trench holding a line than me and Sarah in a trench holding a line. <laughs> because if the enemy is charging at, like, Bro, we have no ammo left. I expect you to hold your own. I don't think Sarah's going to be able to hold her own because, <laughs> as we all know, men are physically stronger than women. So, shit, bro, hand-in-hand combat comes out. Sarah's really on her own because I can't save her. Like, there ain't nothing I could do. Like, listen, bro, I got to handle this nigga in front of me. I can't fight off him and your nigga at the same time. Like, I can't do both. So, it's probably better for them if they were either in, like, the nursing jobs or, like, the kitchen or doing other things that aren't on the front lines like drive the trucks do logistics just don't be on the front lines with us because when shit gets when shit gets real and it hits the fan you can't you can't hold your own on that one see um i i, I agree with i actually agree with you but i want them on the front lines i want them on the front lines. <laughs> yeah and here's why because if we're gonna push equality i want it everywhere so mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. yes without a doubt if I had to choose Sarah over you, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. I would obviously choose you. I definitely have more faith that you will hold your own over her. But if we're gonna push this whole quality shit, then fuck it, bro. I'm gonna be in the trenches with Sarah, and it is what it is. Because especially in, I I would agree with your ideology more if if that was kind of how it was across like all. Like all aspects of life, I think if if we were living more in like World War Two times, World War One times, where like females were, they were more willing to like be at home, stay at home, take care of the kids, and do that. Fine. But where men because, and women had their specific roles. Exactly. We're not in that era anymore. They want. They basically don't necessarily want to be stay at home moms. All that shit. They want to be more the money makers. They want to go out. They want to be boss bitches and all that which is fine, which is cool. But if we're doing that, we need to do that in all aspects, which means like Sarah, like grab the AK, like, come on, like, <laughs> like, we're, like we fighting, like, come on, like this, there, there's no more of that. Oh, oh, because it's war. Nah, I'm gonna be a nurse or I might do the logistics. I might do the driving. Nope. Like, you know what? I'll risk my, just, just for that. I'll be like, you know what? Come on, Sarah. Like, it's me and you. Like, I don't necessarily want you, but I got you. So, like, come on, let's go. But if you, but let me ask you this though: if you said you, you just said you don't necessarily want you, but I got you. If if you didn't necessarily want her, why not just, I guess, send her to the rear and have people that you actually want with you on the front lines? Because I guess it's more. I guess it's more to like prove a point in a way. So mm. it's like if you want a quality, cool. But this is what comes with a quality type shit. You know? <laughs> so you just wanna so you I just want for the sake of just for just like proving that. the point yeah yeah because yeah. yeah. it's like, kind of like what you ask for so you yeah, can have it it's kind of like um like you want to be a kid you want to be an adult so much like you're a kid and you want to be an adult so much you want to be an adult so much and mm -hmm. then your parents start treating you like an adult and then you're like whoa 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 like i didn't know i didn't know this, this came with it, it. Yeah, yeah, but you're like yeah. your parents are kind of like well you wanted to be adult so like this means you got to pay your own bills you got to pay for this you got to do that you got to do that so th that's kind of how I'm looking at it. And it's like, cool, you want equality? Cool. That means you also, you got to do the shit that you don't want. You know, you got to be in the trenches. You might not want to, but like, here's the Glock. Like, let's, let's get to work. But when, all right, let me say this then. Let me say this then. All right. 
you know if it's you and your niggas or you and, and, and a whole bunch of guys in the trench together, you, you're not going to be bitching. There, there won't be bitching because, one, you're going through this together. Y'all understand, like, this is just the reality of your situation. Yeah. You know, you guys are log- you guys are thinking logically, and the enemy's over there. Compared to if you had you and a whole bunch of girls and a couple guys, one, you're going to get a lot of bitching from the females. And, like, you know, this I'm un- uncomfortable. I have to pee. I have to do this, that, and the other. And you got to handle all that. So why put yourself through all that bullshit just for the sake of, oh, equality? At that point, I'm just like, nigga, fuck equality. Give me the best set of people who is capable of, one, making my life easier, making my job easier. Like, fuck your equality at that point. Bitch, get in the back lines. Like, I need the best guys with me right now. True. True. That makes a lot of sense, but I still, I think a little bit of part of me, might, it might be a little bit of pettiness or something. That could definitely <laughs> possibly be a part. I understand. I understand. I understand. <laughs> Until um, we get it. Honestly, I'm I'd, I'd be fine with the. I'd honestly just take the bitch and be like, "Yo, it is what it is." Also, <laughs> I do. I'll say this. I actually think there'll be a little bit less bitching, and here's really? why. Okay. I don't think you're gonna bitch that much when people are shooting at you, because at this point, it's kind of like, like, like <laughs> we're in yeah. the like. It's different <laughs> if like, okay, let's say we're not necessarily in combat, but we're like in war, and. We're now at a point where we're not necessarily at war, but we might be have to stay overnight in like in like Russia in like the fucking brick cold as fuck. And we're mm-hmm. all just trying to survive through the night. I will probably hear bitching then. But if we're in the line of fire, the chances of them bitching is is slim. Um yeah. you might catch a couple crying or something that might break down. But the chances <laughs> of them actually like bitching is probably slim because it's like I'm getting shot at right now. Like, there's nothing you could, like, nothing you could say that could probably going to annoy me more than, like, bullets coming at me type shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I think yeah. we're all going to somewhat be, like, somewhat focused to an extent. Because it's like, one false move and I'm dead type shit. It's like, bro, yeah. Someone is actively trying to kill me. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have, yeah. I have exactly. no time to bitch. So, yeah, I understand you. Okay. All right. That's fair. Big fair points. So if that's the case, then like you know what, fine, bro. Like I'll be in the trenches with Sarah. Like it'll be is what it is. You want equality? We all gotta, we all gotta do this equality shit. Like basically, hmm. like it needs to be fair. That's what equality is. It's fairness, but yeah, it has to be yeah. fair across everything, like all you, boards you know, of life. You know what I will say? I find it. I do find it quite comical when um we hear a lot of these ladies saying, "Oh, we want equality, equal rights, this and that," right? And then we're like, all right, well, we're going to have ladies also join the selective service program where you will be drafted. And all of a sudden, they just start getting pregnant. It's like, oh, I wanted <laughs> equality, but I didn't want this kind of equality. Oh, I'm about to, I'm about to go back to college and, and, and get an education for myself now and this and that and the other. It is, it, is very, it is very interesting, the 360 that took place. As yeah. soon as, oh, you might have to go in the line of fire to defend your country. Oh, I don't want to do that. I wanted the quality. I wanted all the good stuff that come with it, but I just didn't want the bad. Basically, yeah. Um, they want is they basically want selective equality. Um, yeah, which I'm not just a fan want, of. I'm not a big they fan want, of that. Yeah, they want all the good stuff, and this is just like what I've just come to notice. And like, of course, you have. Frankly, we've definitely had conversations just with females, and not in terms of war, but just like other things. And they basically were like, "Nah, we're not going to do that." But like, that's. Then you don't really want equality then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because like you have to accept all of it. And yeah, that, that's something I've, I've definitely just noticed. It's the it's the whole selective thing. They want equality, but it's it's selectively. It's not across not across all boards. But true. It's, very, very true. It's kind of just like hmm. <laughs> I don't think unfortunate is is the right word, but it definitely is kind of it's it's weird and it's crazy because like if you were to press them about it they get upset like they're mm-hmm. they're, not, they're not happy about it when you yeah. like bring it to light and actually like kind of like call them out on their bullshit they're not happy about it they're upset mm-hmm. about it but like it's kind of it's the truth of the matter though it it, it is what it is mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. very very fucking true man very fucking true all right well going into a little bit of world news and what's popping off across the world lately um. Nancy Pelosi, she visited Taiwan, um, I believe it was like August 8th or some shit like that. And because of that, China 
got very upset, said that we were infringing on their foreign policy and their their uh, their rights as a country. Because just for this, wait, wait, just for her visiting? Yeah, she was tight. They were tight, bro. They were pissed. <laughs> they were pissed off. It was hyping it up like, yo, how dare you? Yeah, essentially, <laughs> essentially, man. Like, simply put. They they threatened to shoot her plane down. You know they were like, "Yo, bro, it's what? gonna be war. It's gonna be war if like, shit, if she goes." And uh, this is kind of why people call China the paper tiger because for years they have been hitting the bells and beating the drums of war, and each time like, nothing happens. And this time, true, nothing nothing took place. You know, um, they essentially launched. Uh, tactical drills around the entirety of Taiwan, essentially so what, blockading it. What exactly is ta tactical drills? So they trained their military in case of invasion. So they want to take Taiwan without, with either military force or just by democratically like bringing them back into their country. Chances are mm. it's going to be through military force. Okay. So the drills that were uh, going on for the past couple of weeks, I'm not sure if they're still going on currently, but like they were going on like two weeks ago or so. They uh, they were essentially drills on how to take Taiwan when that time were to come. Obviously, yeah. Taiwan's very much threatened by this because it's the first time China's like really ramped up their military capabilities in and around Taiwan's like sovereign area. So like okay. that whole time everyone was kind of on edge wondering whether or not like shit was actually gonna hit How the How strong is Taiwan? Taiwan's not that strong, correct? They're not that strong, but what they have is uh an advantage in regards to they're an island. So if mm, okay. anyone's gonna invade them, bruh, it has to be through amphibious invasions. And one of the most difficult tactical decisions to do is to make an amphibious invasion, you know, and the, the, the scale in which China would have to invade Taiwan, it would be a scale unforeseen since the Normandy invasions when we uh, landed in uh, in France trying to fight Germany, you know. And when we landed there, we landed with at least upwards to 100,000 troops. Mm-hmm projected what the what the analytics have been saying for China is they would have to they would have to land with at least a million and Damn. moving a million moving a million soldiers across an, an ocean that's, I'm that's, not sure, that's a lot bro I'm not sure how large the Taiwan Strait is but like bro it's it's quite a lot one it's a lot two there is no surprise like you clearly see build up when when that shit's popping off bro. yeah you will it's like there's no there's no type of like sneak attack type shit. It's like nigga, you walk through the front door. Exactly, exactly. And Taiwan knows that if they're going to win this battle, they're going to have to win on the beach. Like that's 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 it. They cannot have them landing. So China will take heavy casualties if they were to actually go through with this. Now, for years, obviously, they've threatened to invade. And, you know, they actually did invade once back in like the forties, but like they weren't successful. Damn. I don't foresee it actually taking place. I don't think it's actually going to happen. If it does, I'd be quite surprised. But there are a lot of circumstances currently going on in China, which frankly, I'll like hop into that real quick, that is just fucking them up. They're having an economic slowdown at the current moment. Really? So, yeah. So uh, China for years has had... A, a very large investment into their uh, real estate, so their real estate properties and such, have been getting very high, high people, high, high amounts of people putting money into and purchasing properties. But okay. the properties that they're purchasing aren't even fully completed yet, so they're paying mortgages on properties that aren't fully completed. So now so all of these loaners or all of these real estate agencies have these properties going up. They're not being completed. So people are paying mortgages for properties that aren't completed. Wait, 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 wait. Not in terms of not being completed, are they still in construction? Like they're still, still in construction, working? Brody. Still so, in construction. Okay. So people are still working on building it though, correct? No, like at this point, they're not being built at all. Wait, so so you're telling me 
So like, let's say if, all right, I bought a property or a property that's not fully built. So like mm-hmm. niggas basically built half of it and then stopped and like went home. Yeah. And yeah. Now and niggas still you're, you're paying, paying money on it. You're paying mortgage on something that like is half built. You're probably not even living in. Like, yeah. what? Wait, yeah. why did they, one, why did they stop building it? Like what caused the, do you know what caused the stop? Of well, the there's a, there's a, there's a the, I guess what, what the, the term is that they're saying now it's, it's just the economic bubble is, is popping for them, you know? Um, so they have these properties now that like are half built or aren't complete. So a lot of them, they ended up tearing down in the first place, mm-hmm. but these people, they're not getting their money back because the, the loaners or the people who took their money don't have the money to begin with. And not to mention with, with that putting strain on their economy, so them, they're probably going to end up needing um, needing the government to bail them out, which the government doesn't want to bail them out. So like, there's trillions of dollars out there that like no one can access because it's gone. That is fucked. All right, so let's say, yeah. all right, so their economy, their economy basically are telling me is shit. What would happen if they were to? If they were to invade Taiwan, so like let's say if they actually decided to like grow up here and stop talking shit and actually invaded Taiwan, mm-hmm. would that now affect their economy even worse? Yes, <laughs> because China is a they're a country that is very big with, with trade and importing. Okay. A majority of their food comes through import. You know, um some raw materials comes through import and it's it is uh, a, a very much an Achilles heel to the Chinese economy and to the, the Chinese empire as itself. If they were to go to war with Taiwan and they were not to, and they weren't able to fully complete and subjugate Taiwan within the first week, we would essentially shut down their shipping lanes and starve them. Damn. So it's basically done up for the niggas. Yeah. Is, yeah. is what I'm hearing. It, it, yeah. It wouldn't it wouldn't be they wouldn't be able to to do anything you know and not to mention that um going back real quick to to another thing that's happening in that china in china itself they had a banking issue recently maybe a month or two ago a couple of china's largest banks essentially got it, it, it was like a banking scam in a way they had they had they got millions of people i believe upwards to three either three billion or it's like three trillion one of the one of those two a big ass number damn people put their money into the banks went to go get their money back out of the banks bruh but the banks didn't have the money bruh that is fucked and it's like, yo, we, we, some people put their entire life savings into the banks and they're all gone now. Wait, so what, essentially, how did they lose, like, how did the banks lose the money? Though? They don't know. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> what do you, they have that's no. not, first of all, if, if, if I was in China, bro, and that should happen to me, that's not an acceptable answer. I do not want to hear niggas be like, bro, there's a I don't know. Protest. There's a lot of protests going on and. Bro, that's China not is an acceptable very, answer, bro. It is a very, it's a censorship country. So, like, they're trying to keep all this shit under wraps. You know, they're trying to keep all this shit down. They don't want people talking about it. They don't want people getting it out there in the first place. So, because of this, like, that is another thing where if you're, if you're, if your citizens and your population doesn't trust your banks, everyone's going to want to pull their money out and that's banks cannot work like that if everyone today in the united states banks were to pull all their money out bro banks would crash because there's this thing that banks do where they lend your money out and then they give you like that's how like you gain interest over time if you leave your money in the bank yeah it's kind of like why you can't just pull out if you have 45 million dollars in the bank you can't just pull out the 45 million dollars without like letting them know ahead of time like I can't just go to the bank now and pull out forty five million dollars if I had it, because like you gotta let them know. Yeah, we need to organize and collect that money to See, begin with. I understand, like okay, China's a censorship country or whatever, and they really don't want a lot of shit to get out. But like, it's very hard for this not to get out. Like oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Like this yeah. is something like in terms. Okay, maybe if you fucked one person over, okay, that could keep under wraps. Thousands, really. If you're you're talking about. Three billion to three trillion dollars, whatever number that is. Yeah. That's still a lot of fucking a money, which means money, you done fucked up a lot of people's 
life, especially yeah. because like imagine if you put your whole life savings in there, you pulled up to the bank, no cash. Now you, I mean, you're about to be like, you're basically about to be homeless. Like you can't pay yeah, you rent, you can't you buy nothing. food. Like you're literally going to have to start living on the streets. You like there's nothing. no way, there's no way that could be kept under wraps. Yeah. And I think it's, first of all, I think it's fucked that the whole, I'm I'm stuck on this whole, I don't know shit, bro. That would have me <laughs> livid, bro. If I had millions of dollars in the bank, I pulled up and my bank account is at zero and I call Chase and I'm like, yo, like, bro, what happened? They're like, yeah, um, I don't, I don't know. Like, we don't know. I, I'm fighting somebody. Like, there's no, no, there's no way that's acceptable, bro. We so they basically no. just ruined a shit ton of people's lives in China. That yeah, is rough, man. bro. Isn't that what is, I'm not fully sure. I'm not the biggest on history. Mm-hmm. Isn't that kind of what happened with like the Great Depression or something like that? Like the banks got fucked up? Um... Yeah, um, I'm so I'm not well versed with the uh, the Great Depression, but uh, from my understanding of it, the banks crashed, and because of that, they need to be bailed out. And because of this crash, um, a lot of people lost their jobs, and um, yeah, a, a lot a lot really depends on the banking system. Bro, the banking, banking system is like like huge. Right, if it if it collapses, it could it could destroy an economy, which is what China's currently going through. Like they're, they have they have blown up in regards to how fast their economy has grown over the past 10, 20 years. But it seems to have reached this high, and now it's crashing. Now it's going down. I feel like they, I feel like they kind of got. I think they, because it like I guess grew so fast. Maybe they, they just didn't know how to deal with that type of money type shit, and because of that all of a sudden now they're like, fuck, we don't know how to deal with this type of money. And now it's kind of like going to shit now. You know, I don't I don't think it has to do with them not knowing how to deal with that kind of money. What I think it actually is, I believe it's corruption. Really? Because China is very much like R- Russia where it has, uh, and, and and every country has its own form of corruption in some way, shape, or form. Even of the course. United States has corruption. Yeah, of course. But authoritarian dictatorships tend to have more corruption than democracies because you know it's basically just like one okay maybe not one person per se but like it's kind of like just one, one person like involved. calling the shots type shit yeah, yeah. compared one, to one like parties involved compared to multiple yeah yeah so there it's harder for republicans to get away with shit if democrats are going to call them on it and it's harder for democrats to get away with shit if republicans are going to call them out of it now the CCP, which is what the China China's government is, no one's gonna call them out on it, so they can get away with whatever the fuck they want to do. Also, don't they? I could be wrong, but like, don't you get in trouble for like talking shit about the government in China? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get arrested. You, they send you to an internment camp, and they they call it rehabilitation. So like, they put you in like hospitals or whatever. That's it's not rehabilitation, bro. It's not rehabilitation. Not rehabilitation the amount of Chinese citizens that have spoken out against the leader, Xi Jinping, and then have disappeared to never been found again is ridiculous. Yeah, ridiculous. killing these niggas, bro. That is that's not, just, that's not that, rehabilitation. Got, bro. Bro, that, it's, it's as if that person didn't exist. It just disappeared. That's a scary sight. That is just scary to fucking think about. That is scary. But that is Damn. the world. That is the world that Chinese people live under, and because of that, like obviously, not a lot of people gonna want to talk out against them. And no, because of bro. that, Taiwan does not want to join them. And it comes back to the question whether or not they'll actually invade. I don't think they will. No, because no. it would just it would essentially tear down their entire structure and format of their country. Because we would actually we would decimate them, like without yeah. a doubt. Like, and based off of. I'm not big into world history, but you are. And frankly, you told me a lot. Based off of the fact that one, they seem to they seem to talk shit, but like not do anything. Yeah. It's like they talk the talk, but like can't walk the walk. They haven't done That's it. one. And two, the fact that if they invade and basically if shit doesn't go perfectly, that like their economy will collapse even more, like worse than what it is now, there's no way they'll invade. At least not right yeah, now. We don't have to what what the beautiful thing about it is we don't have to invade them. Like we don't have to actually have troops on their soil. 
All we have to do is just blockade their ports. <laughs> just blockade, just blockade the shipping lanes, bro, and the economy will crash. Worse than what it is. Damn. No one trade with them. They can't do anything. Like, bro, we don't have to. We don't have to leave the house. We make one call. You're done. Like, you're over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Damn. Wow, I didn't well, know China had it that rough. I thought shit, China man. was a powerhouse. I, I guess mean, they bro, were we all we all thought they would take over the world eventually, but uh, uh, everything everything comes to an end. Everything. I mean, I say this: the me, maybe one day they will, but like it just won't be any time right soon. Now. Yeah, yeah, as of right now, it happening. But yeah, that's world news. Uh, moving on. Uh, so for our listeners, we will be doing this segment for the next three podcasts, including yeah. this one. Um. It's the 21 rules of life. So uh, I'll let Tyler fully explain, I guess, the, the the rules of life first, and then I'll go into, like, how we're going to break this down. Yeah. So shout out to Jaden, because uh, Jaden put me on to this. Um, it was me, Jaden, and Charles and Voice, and we just happened to start talking about, um, like, books that uh, we've read and shit like that. And Jaden was just telling me about his time in the military. And he said, like, one of the one of the things that came up, it was a, it's a book called Dakota, I might have fucked that whole shit up. It's D O K K O D O. Dakota, I think it's something like that. But basically, it's like the twenty-one rules of life. And Jaden, Jaden told me about it and basically said how like it kind of changed his life and changed how he how he viewed things. So I looked it up and I was like, wow. And it's basically just twenty-one. It's pretty self-explanatory. Twenty-one rules yeah, of life or twenty-one yeah. different principles in terms of how you should live your life that. I just, basically, I guess, would just, like, make it better. Like, if you live by this set of rules, I guess your life will kind of be better. Um, mm-hmm. That's kind of what I got from it. Um, but shout out to Jaden because he put me on. And just me looking at it, I was like, wow. Like, I fuck with a lot of the principles. Um, I think it's I think it's really good. So, frankly, uh, I showed it to Trey, and Trey liked it. So we thought we might as well just talk about it on the podcast, and maybe this can help someone else as well. So, Trey, would you like to uh, tell the people how, we'd, uh, how we're going to break this down? Of course, of course. So here's how it's going to go. We're going to read out each rule, and then we'll tell you just the interpretation, what we think about the rule. We'll go into whether or not we agree with the rule. And then we'll tell you how, one, we think you can incorporate it, or just like how like you can just incorporate it into your daily lives and trying to just make it better. So I'll go with the first one. The first one is accept everything just the way it is. Now, I guess the inter- interpretation of this rule would be when when things happen to you in life, instead of instead of going against it and saying, oh, that didn't actually happen when it's a factual thing, like you clearly saw this happening, or instead of living in denial, you know, going through that thing, just try to understand that, right, like, this this happened. Like, it is what it is. Like, whatever you think or do really isn't going to change the outlook of that taking place. Yeah. Frankly, I agree. This rule kind of reminds me of something that you told me, Trey. Um, Don't worry about shit you can't fix. Very true, um, yeah. And frankly, like, just not... if And what this rule kind of... If it's not in your control, like, don't even worry about it. Accept it for what it is. Don't get too happy about it. Don't get too sad about it. Don't get all pouty about it. Just whatever happened, it happened, and just, like, move on. Don't just, like, sit and wallow in it. Accept it for what it is and keep it pushing. Now, I have to say that I personally agree with this rule. I think it's... Yeah, uh, same. I, I have no qualms with it. I think it is one of the good rules that uh, I believe should be taught um, to young kids when they're coming up because a lot of us... I mean, me personally, when I was coming up, there are a lot of things that happened to me where I didn't want to believe just because I'm just like, there's no way, you know, there's no way. Yeah. But um, you can't live like that. Like you have to take, you have to live in reality and reality of certain things is it's fucked up in life. Sometimes good things will happen to you. Bad things will happen to you. It's just really how it works. It happens to everybody. But I believe the sooner you get and you understand this, the easier you make it on yourselves because you can put. You can put your energy into other things that you don't have to worry about. Yeah, for real. Um, I I agree with this one. I think it's huge. I literally look at this kind of, and I'm not going to say exactly the same, but very much similar to don't worry about shit you can't fix. And I've been trying to live by that um, like every day. And that shit has definitely changed my life. Um, I agree with this. You really just have to accept life for what it is, man. 
Um, life sucks sometimes. Uh, I say this sometimes. Me and my sister say this. Life sucks and then you die. That's kind of just how life is, man. Like, yeah. not everything is going to be happy and, and the best. Um, sometimes, bro, like, just really unfortunate shit happens to you. And yeah. you really just got to accept it for what it is and keep moving. Like, you can't stop your life over over something. You have to keep moving, regardless. It could be something fantastic, or it could be something so fucking bad, bro, that it breaks you. But, but you can't, you can't stop, bro. You gotta keep pushing. Fucking pushing. Okay. And how would you incorporate this rule? So, personally, how I would incorporate, or how I have incorporated it, I started out with small things first. Whenever something either minor happened to me, you know, I try not to take it as seriously as I once did. I I just, I thought to myself, I, I remember saying this in high school, but like five, 10, 15 years from now, will this matter? If the answer was no, I didn't worry about it. And from there, I slowly moved on to bigger things to where if something major happens in my life now, I'm able to evaluate it depending on the severity and then put it into a category of whether or not I should even worry about this or whether I should just like leave it as is. Yeah. I don't know, Cash, if you want to give your insight. Um, I think start off small is, is is very important. I think that's a great one. Because um, it is harder to kind of like start off with like big things in your life, especially if you're yeah. just starting to incorporate this. So it's definitely easier to start off small and keep moving. Um, how I also incorporate it is I just kept repeating it. So like I'll just like keep repeating it to yourself. If something negative or unfortunate happens, just kind of repeat it to yourself to remind you like, okay, bro, so accept it as accept it. Except everything for the way it is. Um, I just kind of just kept repeating it to myself. Like every time something unfortunate happened, I just kept repeating it to myself. And it was just like a daily reminder. You know, it was a reminder of, okay, cool. Just accept it for what it is, bro. Just keep moving. Just keep pushing. Don't even worry about it. And what you'll notice, this is what I noticed. Like my life actually got better. Like at first it did kind of suck, but like it actually started to get better. Something unfortunate mm-hmm. will happen and I would. Not this specific quote, but I'd be like, bro, don't worry about shit you can't fix. Like, realize, okay, I can't do anything about this. So why am I going to sit here and bitch and moan? And once I, like, told myself that in the moment, I immediately, like, everything immediately got better. Because I was like, all right, well, I can't fix it. So it's like, all right, bro, let's just keep pushing type shit. Exactly. Exactly. So rule two is uh, don't seek pleasure for its own sake. And uh, I got to view this as... um don't necessarily just go after pleasure just because you want just because you want pleasure um don't just go after also just like being comfortable i also kind of view this as like don't be comfortable just to be fucking comfortable just because um and i think if you just continue to seek pleasure you're not going to grow that's how i how i interpretate rule two Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i have to agree with you there um there's a specific there's a specific quote that I'm trying to think of now that I can't think of, so I guess I'll come back to it with in a second if I can. But um, I do believe ah, delayed gratification is a thing. And ah, okay. Yes, yes. I believe that's, that's good. Man. If you are able to, if you're able to control your urges for certain things, if you're able to control your attitudes or just like your your, I guess your lust for certain things too. Um, it will make you a very powerful person. Now, a lot of people get lost in the pleasure of things. I, myself included, I am a human being. But if you are able to control said lust, control said pleasure, you are able to, one, control your your own emotions, control yourself, which I think is a a thing that a lot of people lack these days. And uh, and I think a thing that... uh, more people should practice because you know if you can't control your emotions then say you're under a a stressful situation and shit just hits the fan and things could have been handled better compared to how you might have handled it if you just didn't have your emotions under control so i i think this is a a good rule for that you know don't just seek pleasure for its for its own ache you just just don't do it i've done it before It, it didn't really turn out well for me and ever since i've been able to at least control my urges in regards to specific things i've been able to incorporate better things into my life uh in um in case of those things yeah for real also listen man the only thing in this world you can actually control is yourself yeah 
everything else you can't control any you can't control a person you can't control a group of people you can't control the weather you can't control um how someone might react to something like you literally can't control anything but your mind and but yourself so if that's the only thing you can control you should you should literally learn how to control it bro yeah. and i think just the best way to kind of incorporate this is um put yourself one put yourself in uncomfortable situations also when you find yourself seeking pleasure stop like you have to also realize your tendencies realize what your pleasures are pleasures doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily have to be lust even though that's a huge pleasure especially for fucking men um, yeah but like it could literally be like tv it could be like procrastination so like you could be doing work and then all of a sudden you're like ah, i'm gonna stop and then you spend like two hours on youtube type shit you know that's your pleasure yeah. i think a great way in order to kind of incorporate this is sit down and realize what what your quote-unquote um pleasure is and whenever you realize yourself pursuing it just because just because you might not want to do that hard thing stop and go back to do whatever that hard thing was put yourself in those uncomfortable situations that's actually great for just how they incorporate it i like that all right cool rule number three do not under any circumstance depend on a partial feeling now, uh, I'm not really good with the interpretation of this one. So, Cash, do you think you can help us out? I, this 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 one I'm actually not too like strong on either. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. do not depend. Huh. I think what this means is like, do you know how you get like just certain feelings about things? Mm-hmm. I think it's in terms of like if you get a feeling about something, a good or bad feeling, whether or not you should do something, you shouldn't do it don't necessarily depend on it if you don't like fully hmm. if you don't get that like 100% feeling of I should do this or I should do it I think if you like if you are a little bit on the fence don't necessarily trust that instinct don't necessarily Mm -hmm. trust that feeling because it's not a feeling of okay I 100% believe this it's like you're impartial about it you're like on the fence so you shouldn't necessarily depend on that like half-ass feeling that you have yeah, so this wouldn't be... I don't think this has to do with our gut feelings. Um, really? Okay. I mean, do you, do you actually think it has to do with that? Because I don't think a partial feeling is a gut feeling. A gut feeling, I think, is a is a feeling that you get... It, it wouldn't be partial. It's like, damn, bro, like, I feel like... I, I, I definitely think I shouldn't be doing this. That's like your gut feeling. Your gut's telling you, bro, don't do it. Instead of, like, a partial feeling would be more oh, okay. like a, I see how you broke it down. Okay. Like a half-hearted, like, ah... I, I can do this, but I really don't want to do this, you know? Like, how I, how I might feel going to a party would be a partial feeling compared to a gut feeling, which might be you might not want to kill that person. See, I look at this in terms of a little bit more of... I think I, th- I look at in terms of, like, not necessarily the party feeling, but in terms of, like, I should kill this person feeling. Like, the gut mm. feeling. But, mm, like, in a okay. partial gut feeling. So, like, mm, I'm not... I know killing is probably a battle. <laughs> Like yeah, not the best <laughs> example, but like in terms of like, mm, I'm not sure if I should kill this person or not. Type yeah. shit, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. I think it still has to do with something like more like a serious. Um, oh, okay. You know, I don't know. I also I, just think because it is the 21 rules of life that like, I guess life doesn't all have to be serious. Okay, all right. I, I, guess see, I, I think that. that's the that's the the good thing about these rules though, because like. In, in a way they can still be interpreted differently throughout yeah. different people. Like the way you interpreted that one and the way I interpreted that one, just two different ways. True. That's true. Um, I agree with this though. Cause you probably shouldn't depend on a partial feeling. You should be sure about what the fuck you're doing. Yeah. I, I would also say I agree with it. Um, chances are, I mean, chances are in life, there will be decisions that you have to make that won't be full on yes decisions or no decisions. But like, at the end of the day, it would make you sleep better at night if you knew the decision that you made or whatever circumstance you were under, you did it not under a partial feeling. Like you don't yeah. have that wonder of whether or not I made the right decision. Yeah, yeah. I think hmm, this one might be kind of hard to incorporate, but one idea yeah, I, I thought to, of, I, I thought of maybe get like, maybe actually ask for advice. Like ask someone else, like tell someone else about the scenario. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, mm-hmm. if it of course if it's more like a split second decision that you have to make, then uh, you can't really to talk it. to nobody about it. Like mm-hmm. you just kind of gotta react and live with it. Yeah. But if it is something that you might not necessarily have to make immediately, maybe you could talk to someone 
Because like if you kind of have a partial feeling on it, you might get someone else's input about it, and their their view of it might turn your partial feeling into yeah. a complete okay. I know what to do now. Yep, 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 yep. I would definitely say I agree with what uh, Cash just said. To, to in order to incorporate it, um, like he said, if it is a split second decision, then you just gotta make it. You really just gotta make it, and um, I mean that really is what it is. Kind of comes back down to the to the first rule: just accept it as accept it for what it is. Um, but if you can get an outside opinion and an outside source, I highly encourage you to do that just because like that is just one, it's just a different way of seeing the situation that you're in. Mm-hmm. And two, like two minds are just better than one, you know, like maybe they yeah, can help you come up with an idea that you didn't think of. So, yeah, yeah, I would that's say that's, that's definitely good to incorporate it. All right. Rule four, think lightly of yourself and deeply of the world. This one kind of had me thinking. But what mm-hmm. I think this means is think lightly of yourself in terms of don't necessarily take yourself that seriously. Um, everything doesn't necessarily have to be serious in terms of yourself. Um, you don't have, you could kind of, hmm. I wish I had a better word. I don't want to keep using the word lightly, but I think just maybe don't take yourself too serious is kind of what I'm going for. And I think mm-hmm. deeply of the world in terms of Try to really understand the world and other people. You know. Okay. Yeah. Um, my interpretation of this was um, to be humble. So be mm, humble and okay. uh, and not think you know overly of yourself, and to think deep in the world. I guess uh, a thought that I had was to question and 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 be a student. And uh, I, I think to think deeply in, in anything is to really question it, to evaluate it, and to go through and just comb through all the, 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 the things that have to do with that specific topic. So I guess thinking deeply in the world is to really think about just what the world is and what we as a society display on, on a mass. Um, but yeah, that, that would, would be my interpretation. I do agree with this rule. I think it is good to to think lightly and to be humble. Um, one, it keeps you it keeps you just like knowing that listen, there's always a bigger fish, no matter what out there. Like, I can be this, that, and the other, but like, but there's still people out there who can be better than me at a specific thing. And it keeps you humble and on your craft, just constantly working, and mm-hmm. constantly just being a student. Um, I actually got this from uh, your 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 professor, but. I like the fact that he told us to question everything. He was like, you'll question me too. Like, I can be like, you know? And I think that also plays a part into the whole deeper, thinking deeply into the world because, like, a lot of people are going to say a lot of shit these days, man. There's a lot of misinformation. There's a lot of things out there that, like, people say and, like, a lot of people just don't fact check it. I think, like, you have to have... You have to have a thought for yourself. You have to have a mind of your own. And yeah. even if that might, other people might not agree with it, that's okay. But you still have your own morals and you still have your things that you believe in. Yeah. It's like you got to think for yourself. Question everything. Exactly. Um, exactly. This is something I definitely do uh, agree with. I agree with this rule. Definitely think lightly of yourself. Um, I like the humble. I, I didn't even think of the humbleness, but I like the humbleness. But I definitely think you shouldn't necessarily take yourself too, too seriously. Um of course you have to kind of be of course you kind of have to be like serious with yourself but at times like we're all human you have to realize that we're all going to mess up and don't necessarily always be hard on yourself over every single mistake you make like understand that you are human that you will kind of fuck up so don't always take yourself too too seriously and uh i do like your interpretation of uh, deeply of the world i think um analyze everything I also say also people. I think of the world as well as like people. Um, analyze people. Get to know people. People are so complex and none of us really actually try to analyze the other person and get to really know who that person is. We all know each other as face value. No one ever really tries to break down somebody and analyze them and get to actually know them. Because then once you do that, you realize how interesting some people are and you yeah, wouldn't even for think. Real. For real, um, for real. There's some people who don't talk, who are real shy, but are one of the most interesting, most complex people. But we don't mm-hmm. take the time to analyze them and like think about them and actually like think about who they really are type shit. Yeah. Yeah. Very true, man. So how would you go about incorporating, um, I guess, this rule into our daily lives? Um, 
one, try not to compare yourself to people. Uh, I know that's a thing that we all do, but I would definitely try not to do that. And um, I think just focusing on what you have to do, focusing on your craft and what you have to do. But also know that when you get very good at something, don't like try to show off and don't try to stunt. That's something that I myself, I know I'm gonna have an issue with. So like I Same. have to work on. Like I'm going, without a doubt, like I'm gonna have a problem with stunting. So like that's something that like I I I'd like to get that under wraps before like you know I make my mates. Like I I want to not have to stunt on people. I want to just be me and like do whatever the fuck I want to do and it not be and not come off as stunting. So that's yeah. something that I have to work on, and I would definitely suggest other people work on as well. And also to think deeply of the world, I believe it's just to question everything. So I think even as you're listening to me and Tyler on this podcast, but like question us at times. Like if you think we have like an idea or something that you might not agree with, like respectfully just like question it, question people out there in the world that say say something to you. Like don't just take things at face value because like, at least from what I've learned, people give a lot of misinformation that could end up fucking you up in the end. And I think it's just a good thing to question because there's a big reason when we're kids, a, a, a large question that we ask is why. Bruh, like, go do so this. Why? 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 Because, bro, like, that's that's how you learn. So, like, I think you can just learn from that. For real. Um, yeah, I think how I record and I would incorporate this. Um, think lightly of yourself. Don't be too down on yourself. Um, if you fuck up, accept it. Don't beat yourself up over it. Just the next day or the next time, just try to get better. 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 Um, don't necessarily be too hard. Don't necessarily take everything or even yourself too fucking seriously. And in terms of just um, uh, thinking deeply of the world, um, I kind of thought about it in terms of people. And I think one of the best ways to analyze someone and to really get to know someone is listen. Like, bruh, like, shut up. Like, do not fucking talk about yourself. Sit there and listen to someone mm -hmm. and like true like truly listen like shut off the shut off the internal dialogue that we all have in our head and truly give yourself to said person who is talking to you sit there make fucking eye contact and really fucking listen to what they're saying and that's the only way you're ever going to analyze anyone you have to actually listen to them if you do not listen to them you will not be able to analyze them and really get to know them as a person very true man very very fucking true okay so rule number five be detached from desire your whole life long. Now, um, the way I thought about this one was to not have desires. Now, I'm not sure if that's specifically what this one was saying, but I know a lot of us have desires of things that we might want, you know, like either materialistic or, or things of the spiritual nature. Um, and I guess what I took from this was that we shouldn't desire those things because maybe those things don't bring the happiness that we might think they do. Yeah. Um, I actually, I interpreted damn, damn near the same thing. Like, don't have desires. And I've thought a lot of it in terms of materialistic things. So, like, be detached from desire your whole life. So, like, don't necessarily sit there and desire like um, a bunch of fancy cars and a bunch of basically things I, I guess you don't necessarily need. Mm -hmm. um like be detached from that so like if you don't necessarily need a, a two hundred fifty thousand dollar car don't desire that so yeah. don't so don't necessarily desire like a lot of necessarily money and a lot of materialistic things that's kind of how i view yeah. this yeah 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 i have to say i agree with this rule if if that is if that truly is how we're interpreting it how i guess the rule is supposed to be interpreted i have to say i agree with this rule um i think it's i think at the end of the day as a creature, we don't need all the luxurious stuff that we were, we have created for ourselves, to be honest with you. I mean, if you think about it, our ancestors didn't have those things, you know, when True. money, when money wasn't a thing, like we didn't worry about, oh, I want to have this, that amount of money. We didn't worry about companies or anything like that. We were just, we focused more on family and the interactions that we had in our communities, which I think I, I believe is more powerful for just a healthy human being to have compared to having a shit ton of cars or having a whole bunch of houses. Mm -hmm. Don't get me wrong. All of those things are nice to have, but I personally would prefer to have one great relationship with my friends and great relationships with my family and people who I know when I'm down, they gonna have my back compared to I'm alone at the top 
I'm the richest nigga, but like it's just me. Mm-hmm. That's okay. just like I can't. I I I personally wouldn't find happiness in that. I find happiness in being rich without a doubt, but I'd find more happiness with being rich with my friends or being rich with my family compared to me being rich by myself. Okay. Um, I kind of disagree with this one. Um, be detached from desire your whole life long. I don't think there's anything wrong necessarily with desiring those things. Mm-hmm. And you even said like, okay, I, I would like to be rich with, you would like to be rich with like your niggas and not necessarily rich alone, which of course, yes. Um, but you still kind of desire to be rich. And I don't think there's necessarily wrong with desiring money or desiring nice cars or nice clothes and nice chains. I think the problem comes when you become obsessed with it. Like when that desire is like, when you put that desire over everything and you basically lose out on those relationships that you were talking about, your relationship with your homies and your relationship with your family so that people are going to be there for you um, to the point where you are lonely and at the top. That's when I think is the problem, but I don't think there's a necessarily a problem in terms of desiring it, you know, cause like, kind of like Steve Harvey kind of talked about this a little bit. Like there's nothing wrong with liking nice things. There's nothing wrong with wanting nice things. I think the problem comes when those nice things take over all of your values. When those nice things become your values, that's when I feel like, okay, this is a problem. But like, if someone was like, bro, I desire $200 million. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Now, if they basically cut everybody off in order to get that $200 million and kind of sell out and do all this shit, that's where the problem comes. But I don't think there's anything wrong with desiring those things. You know, I think, I think the, the point, I guess, of the rule would, I guess, then have been um, to prevent, to prevent you from going down that path in the first yeah, place, which is, yeah, which is I agree. like why yeah. it would, it would say your whole life long. Cause I do agree with you. I think desires are a good thing. We all have to have dreams and aspirations and like things you want to do. And I think as a human being, when you ask anybody, you say, yo, what do you want to do? Like, you'd hope that they said something positive for themselves in the future, which is a desire that they have. Yeah, I do yeah. understand the word this rule is. I do understand yeah, what I you're do saying. Understand, yeah, okay, I right, also right. understand what the rule is saying, where like, by you having that desire you then relinquish or maybe not relinquish but like there is that possibility of going down that darker path, that of, path. Yeah, yeah yeah especially the more especially the more money you get you know exactly. especially the more money and kind of like the bigger you get um and to truly be honest like yes that's what we all desire um okay not all but that's what a lot of people desire is a lot of money but in reality and jordan peterson said this and i forgot the amount but I, it's, it's, it's like 70,000 or 60,000, some along those lines. Once you reach a certain point, like your quality of life doesn't necessarily get any better. Yeah. Yeah. So I've heard that before too. Yeah. It's kind of like, you don't need all that fucking money to be happy. Now people like to have all that money because they kind of want freedom. They want to be able to buy fancy cars and go on trips, but you don't need that to be happy. And I do, mm-hmm. I, I agree with you. I think that's kind of what this rule is like getting at, you know? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, okay. How would I incorporate how, it? How would, um, how would you incorporate it? I think you, I think you have to really figure out what the fuck your values are, and they can't be money, and they can't be, and they can't be money. Um, mm. It has to. You have to really have like some really good core core values, and you have to stick to them like regardless. Uh, you can't, regardless of how big you get, you have to keep coming back to like those values. You could be the richest man on earth. But you still can't forget those values. And I think once you forget those values, that's when that's when shit kind of hits the fan. Yeah. Um, I'm going to actually just piggyback off of what you said. Uh, you have to, you have to like have your values and your morals and things that you believe in. Um, I want to also take it a step further, though. I believe you're going to have to practice that every day. Yeah. <laughs> because um, yeah. I ain't going to cap, man. That, that rule will be a, a very difficult one for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, you would have to practice it constantly you and have I to just, remind yourself and keep it going yeah and i don't want to like cut you off but like i think the more i think the more you get in terms of money and materialistic the harder you have to practice those shits yeah 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 because like, when you, you have fuck a, you money bro like it's really yeah it's really hard not to do certain things that you just want to do yeah exactly and you have to practice that um and you kind of have to just understand that mm-hmm. um rule number six is do not regret what you have done. Simply I think, put, yeah, yeah, I, I really don't. <laughs> this is probably the next two rules are. I don't think we really have to interpret, interpret them too, um, too, too much. Yeah, 
don't regret what you've done. Um, I agree. I do agree with this rule. I agree with it as well. And I think the, one of the main reasons I agree with it is because if you regret what you do, even if it's something like outlandish, but if you do regret, you're going to sit there and you're just going to think about it and you're just going to beat yourself up over it for yeah. like however long. Yeah. You kind of just got to accept it and just be mm-hmm. like, okay, I might have not been happy by what I did, but it's already done and I can't fucking take it back. So yep. fuck it. And then kind of just move on. Which comes back to rule one, bro. And just accept it's, it for exactly. what it is. Exactly. Accept it for what it is. I guess how I would go about incorporating this rule, seeing as though I agree with it. Um, one, when you make a decision, just accept it for what it is. If you need help, because th- there have been times, and you know, I'll tell this story on a later podcast, but Tyler knows uh, I almost rode the tricycle and got the belt. And I chose, I chose not to, I chose not to, but I shit you not. The minute after I, I made that decision that I chose not to, I prayed to God and I was like, Lord, if I made a mistake and I will regret this decision, I apologize. And I ask that you forgive me. And I, for the longest, you know, I, I felt bad about it or not felt bad, but I felt like I, I missed an opportunity where I should have taken it. So I did regret it a little bit, but. I think what helped me and what might help someone else incorporate it is actually going out and talking to somebody. Like yeah. I spoke to Tyler about it and he was like, listen, buddy, I think you made the right decision. You did what you had to do in that specific moment. And like, really at this point, like you did nothing wrong. Like it is what it is, you know, and yeah. that helped me get over it. So if you might have a difficult, if you might have difficulty in regards to just like regrets or just certain things that you've been through, maybe you talking to someone about it that you really trust might help you see through their point of view which once again comes back to just understanding and, and being able to help out in that sense yeah um i think trey put it quite well uh, i really kind of just piggyback off of him uh, i think talking to someone definitely could kind of help you and i i actually really think the best way to get over this is to go back to rule one you gotta accept it for what it is like yeah. it's done and it's over and you know if you're gonna sit there and you're gonna regret it you're just gonna beat yourself up so just like Keep it fucking pushing type shit. Like, Definitely. it is what it is. All right. And the last rule that we'll do for today is rule number seven. Simply put, never be jealous. I think anyone, everyone can interpret that. Yeah, and uh, I agree with it. I, I think I think it isn't good to be jealous. Now, how would I incorporate this rule? I would not compare myself to other people. Uh, <sighs> it's something that social media has done. Has definitely brought up the amount of people we compare ourselves to. It's much easier to compare yourself now to a nigga in Dubai than it was 40 years ago. And because of that, like, it it really does put a, a toll on a lot of people's mental health. So, one, how to not be jealous. Don't compare yourself to other people. Yeah. Um, frankly, I, I agree with this one, too. Um, it's pretty self-explanatory. Never be jealous. I think now it's probably harder than ever because of social media. Yeah. Because you literally can go on your phone and compare yourself to the thousands of people you follow. Mm-hmm. Like you could just sit there and scroll and be like, "Oh, this person has a nice house. This person just bought a car. This person just got married. This person did this. This person did that." And you could literally just sit there and be better. Um, I think yeah, the best way uh, is one never compare yourself. I also think what makes it easier don't go on social media that much. Yeah, like for real. like go outside. Yeah. Um, me personally, I notice I compare myself to people when i'm on social media when i'm not on social media i never do that shit even like when i'm walking out in public i never do that shit but i'm more likely to do it when i'm on social media so like don't go on social media that much especially if you notice yourself compare yourself to people like limit limit your social media time and really just focus on yourself focus on bettering yourself and uh i think that's probably one of the best ways to not be jealous um, yeah you know now nah, you're good yeah before yeah before we cut out um I, I, I agree with you there. I think that helps me is uh, if I go on social media, I go on it with a purpose. So yeah. I I am not, I, I Tyler knows this and I believe Tyler is the same way, but we're not big social media people. But obviously because we have a show now, we have multiple things that we're doing. We have to be on there. We have to We have to be on there. So what I've done, at least for myself, is I don't go on there unless I'm either going to post some shit up or I find something funny that we can possibly talk about on the show and I'll send it to Tyler. But otherwise, bro, like, I don't go on there just to scroll to do. There's other things in my life that I could be doing that are more beneficial to me. So, I mean, if you go, if you are to go on social media, go on there with a purpose. If you have a purpose and or if you don't have that purpose, then just don't go on there. Yeah, for real. Uh, I think that's really good. 
Um, in regards to closing advice, um, any of these seven rules you can use for advice. I would say this, Jay, boy, you? if you could, if you could pick one of these rules as as your closing advice, which rule would you pick? Great question. I like that. That's a good way to finish off. Um, hmm. If I could pick any of these seven rules, I'd pick rule number six. Do not regret what you've done. Um, accept it for what it is, guys. If it's a part of the past, it's a part of the past for a reason. Don't let it affect your future. Continue to go, continue to push, and don't let that regret hold you back because at the end of the day, that regret, turn it, in, turn it into a lesson. Mm, mm, I like that. If I had to pick a rule, I'd actually pick rule number one. Uh, accept everything for just the way it is. This rule, not specifically this rule, but a concept in terms of what Trey told me, don't worry about shit you can't fix. I view very similarly to rule number one. And that shit changed my life. It changed my outlook on things and it really helped me. I know my boy Jaden, he said out of all the rules, the rule that helped him the most was rule one. And he said, once he started implementing rule one, his life changed. And like, I, I really relate to him when he said that, um, you really just have to accept everything the way it is. Life is, has full of ups and downs. You're going to have highs. You're going to have lows. You just have to accept everything for the way it is and keep fucking pushing, bro. You can't let shit turn you down. Thanks. That being said, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys so much for rocking with us. We appreciate you guys so much. Check us out. Uh, check us out on our Instagram. It's going to be NOA underscore podcast. Check us out on YouTube. Just type in NOA podcast in the search bar. The, all of our episodes are available on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Also, check out our TikTok. That's going to be NOA podcast one. Thank you all. Y'all take care. Have a good one.